BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald. I host this weekly money-making conversation masterclass show. The interviews and information that this show provides are for everyone. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. My guest is Ashley M. Fox. She's a former Wall Street analyst, a Howard University grad, and now an expert in her field as a financial education specialist. After helping manage money for millionaires and billionaires during her career on Wall Street, Ashley felt that it was her God-given purpose to empower the 99% Wall Street overlooks financially. This passion led her to quit and start her own company, Empify. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, a financial dream maker, Ashley M. Fox. How you doing, Ashley? I am doing well. How are you? You look fantastic. Love the outfit that you have on. Thank you. Howard University grad. There's a, you know, I uh, was just recently at the uh, Celebration Bowl. And the, and the, I'm not trying to brag, but the suite next to me was the Vice President Kamala Harris. So, uh, Anthony Anderson, good friend of mine, Howard grad, uh, Wendy Ricard Robinson, Howard grad. Howard seems to be putting out some uh, big brands out there in the black community. Talk about your experience at Howard. So Howard was actually my first choice um, and I got accepted into Howard, but I wanted to go to Howard strictly for their school of business. So I knew going into college, I liked math, I liked business, and I wanted to major in finance. And at Howard, in my personal opinion, the best HBCU in the world, um, the way they trained their school of business students from the clothes that you wear, um, how you're trained to eat at the dinner table, how you t- are taught to interview, Howard really prepared me to get on Wall Street. And so being at Howard, I had four internships. Three of them were at Wall Street Investment Banks. And that's really where I got the exposure and the desire to be a profound African-American on Wall Street. So to be honest, Howard trained me, groomed me, got me ready for Wall Street and helped me become the woman I am today. Now, let me ask you, so what was your degree? In finance, I got a finance. business degree. In My finance. degree was in mathematics. And I'm going to tell you something economics, eh, I couldn't deal with that. I That's a special math y'all doing yeah. over there. And so I commend you for doing that. But you had to 
you were where you're supposed to be. Wall Street, glamour. Everybody, everybody you told you worked on Wall Street with, wow, girl, you got it going on. Dealing with that initial where you were supposed to be, you felt, and people reacting so positively, what started making that transition to saying, I can do more, I can do better for myself, make myself happy? So if I'm being honest, I worked on Wall Street for the money. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have the highest paying job out of school. I wanted to travel, have nice clothes. And so that's what working on Wall Street got me. But I actually always wanted to be a teacher. But I felt like to make the kind of money that I wanted to make Wall Street, Wall Street gave it to me versus working in education or things like that. So, but when I was on Wall Street, my job was to work with individuals that had at least $25 million or more. So we work with the ultra high net worth. So I'm in the bank accounts of millionaires and billionaires. I'm seeing where they shop, where they travel, where they lived, how they avoid it. I learned so much because I was so connected to to their wealth. Mm -hmm. And after about eight months of being on Wall Street, I I didn't want to be there anymore. And it wasn't that I didn't like what I did. I felt like I had, it was something more for me. I, I felt like I hit a ceiling. And when you're around millionaires and billionaires every day, you're either going to be intimidated or you're going to feel like you deserve to be on the other end of the table. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I deserve to be that client. And I started to calculate if I stayed on Wall Street for 5, 10, 15 years, I still would not have been in a position to be like the clients I served. And I learned that all of our clients either created their own idea or they invested in somebody else's wow. idea. So I knew that I had to create something But I felt like for something we're using every day in our life, why is it not taught in our school system? Why are we talking about it at the dinner table? But you shouldn't have to major in finance, work on Wall Street to get exposed to what I got exposed to. So I got to a space where I felt like, one, I deserve to be the wealthy client. But two, who but Ashley Fox is going to take the information that I got exposed to being an African-American working Mm -hmm. on Wall Street. It was my job to financially empower the world. So I was more so called to leave Wall Street because of what I felt like the world needed and what I was supposed to give to the world. Now, I used to work for IBM and I quit IBM to pursue a career as a stand-up comedian. And at IBM, everybody went, wow, dude, you got it. You got it. Now, this is a great story. Wall Street, I'm going to empower the people. Who were telling you that you were crazy? Who were telling you? <laughs> I want to hear that side of the story. Everybody, people used to say to me, you went from working with rich people to working with people who don't have money. And and at first it kind of was like, I mean, yeah, but in my mind, it's like, well, but who's who else is going to serve these people? Like mm-hmm. there's a 99 percent of the population that will never make it to the floor that I that I worked on. Like you won't even make it to, to that to that space. And it's like, what if I gave the world Wall Street knowledge in an easy and digestible way so that they won't believe they can be that client that I used to serve because specifically in African-American community, it's not just that we don't have the access to the information. We have a lack of belief that we deserve to be in the room. So I wanted to be able to say one, I know I can be in this room. I'm going to build wealth exactly how our clients was doing it. So while they might've started with a hundred million, I started buying stocks with a hundred dollars. And I knew that if I stuck with it, I could become that client that I served. But I, because of what I saw, my level of what was possible was connected to what I was, my environment. Not everybody got exposed to what I got exposed to. So I felt like it was my job. But everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody thought I was crazy <laughs> until what I was doing started to really work. When I started to go on TV, the articles would come out. And, and now, the but it's crazy because that was in 2013. Mm-hmm. I left Wall Street July of 2013. Years later, 
now the world is ready for financial education. Like now there's a lot of people talking about finance. Now people want to learn. But back in 2013, people were not interested in learning. So I wanted to create a space, create a lane. We started to teach a school system. Schools didn't know that they wanted financial education, but I knew the world needed it. And I had to be the one who gave it to the world. So I think it took some time to get people to believe. But we're now in a space where people know they want more, they deserve more. And I feel like who but Ashley Fox, who but Empify is going to give them the financial resources and education through the eyes of someone who worked on Wall Street. Now, Empify, you said the name of the company. You put it out there. What does Empify mean? And how did you come up with the name? So when I left Wall Street, I knew what Empify felt like, right? So I will always call it it. I wanted to give the world something they never had. But I wanted to work with people that I could I could build, pull out their greatest potential. I, I didn't want to work with the richest people who had it. I wanted to work with the people who didn't believe they could be rich, but had the potential to do it. So I was walking around calling it it. But I realized that I wanted to create something the world had never seen before. So I, I listed out one day all the words to describe what I wanted to give to the world. So I wanted to empower the world, change the world, educate the world. And I found this random website and I put in all the words that described what I would give to the world. And then Empify stuck out. And so Empify is the word empower and modify merge together. Because so many people think, yeah, I need the education. But a lot of the things that we teach, you can find them on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to give information, but lack inspiration. So first, yeah, we're going to educate you, but we got to empower your mind. Because when we make you believe you deserve this education, you can do something with this education, it changes the way you think. And so that's where the word modify comes from. So essentially, while we're giving you financial education, we are a fintech startup that is revolutionizing how adults and children learn how to build wealth. We focus on making you believe you deserve it giving you the tools and resources to do it, which then shifts your entire mind around how you see yourself and the role of money in your life. Okay, this is why she's special. Okay, now she motivates you. That's a, that's a key, listen to it. She almost like comes out of the screen to tell me you can earn, you can be successful. That's when I first met her, and I've been trying to get her back on my show for three years and didn't know I had her cell phone in my phone. So that's that's another story. And um, because of the fact that you're right, there are people out there today talk about fintech, financial advice, but their number one goal is to get in some type of course. And I don't believe the course they're getting into me is going to work because I don't believe them. I don't believe that there's a desire to see me be successful. There's no plan to make me, enable me to be successful. But every time I hear you talk, Ashley, there's a personal tone in your voice that says, I care. I want you to win and I'll do whatever it takes within my God-given talent to help you win. Does that, does that come out about you, you listen, a lot? You said it, when you said it, I felt it in my soul. You're a hundred percent right because it was never about money for me. Like I quit my job not to make money. I left my job because I felt like I was the only person who cared to do this. Like the financial industry, just the banking system, they don't need you to be financially educated to still make billions of dollars, right? But but there's an audience that can become that Wall Street client if you love, nurture, guide, support, and push. And so I like to describe Empify and our Wealth Builders community at, we're like the Harvard of finance. Like when you go to Harvard, it's not just that they recruit and have great students, they make sure that you finish. 
No matter what happens throughout your time at Harvard, there are people there to support you, to guide you because they care about their reputation and the cultivation of the people that go to that institution. Just think about the private school system. You want a certain type of education that costs a certain type of money to cultivate an, an environment and the results that you need. But that's not available to everybody. Not everybody is going to Harvard. Not everybody can afford private school, mm -hmm. but everybody uses money. And so because I understand the financial industry because i understand the people that i serve like i've taught in prison systems i've taught in public school systems there's really no aspect of money that i have not seen i've been in the homes of billionaires but in order to connect the financial industry to the everyday person to get them to believe they are even allowed to make this type of wealth they're even able to understand the language i have to create a universal language that merges the two so empify was a word that i needed to create because I needed you to know this is not anything you have ever seen before, but you are going to become someone you have also never seen before. And we're going to help you do it. Wow. Wow. I, mean, I got some money. I, I'm ready to take it out and <laughs> give it to you. Just, just for the speech alone, I'm ready to give you some money. Now, let's, let's, let's continue this conversation. The black community or black and brown community, the minority community, um, especially the older community, you know, rumors still keep money in the mattress, still don't trust the financial system, fear. If you can break down 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and above, talk about each one of those groups and tell you their, their mindset and what you have to do to convince the 20s to invest, the 30s to invest, the 40s and the 50s. So for one, we as a community, we got to see it to believe it. Right. So who I am, what I do matters. Right. I can't come in in a black and blue suit talking over your head because you're not going to trust me. Right. I got to look like you. Right. I got to connect with you. I have to meet you where you are. The way we were able to get into school systems and help eight year olds learn how to invest. We had to understand what an eight year old is talking about, what they're feeling, what they're thinking. Right. So I can I can honestly say that no matter the age you are, you want to make money. Right. But in society, we have been ingrained to go to school get a job and then you get that job to pay for school that entire structure makes the banking system richer the more debt you take out the more money you spend helps helps the banking system make more money right and we have to recognize especially as african americans with us having over a trillion dollars of buying power we are not broke right we have money we just choose to spend it because nobody has embedded in our mind what it truly means to build wealth in America. So the older generation, they have fears, they have doubts, they have worries. And that's and it's 100% validated, right? So not once will I ever tell people, you're not supposed to feel like that. Right. Because I understand why you feel that way. However, in order to create the life that you want, so that you don't have to depend on a job, so that you don't have to depend on the government, so that you can make money in your sleep, you have to do something you've never done before. You have to become somebody different. So let's talk about what the 1% does, right? They're owning stock in these companies that they're giving their money to. So let me tell you how you can. Then we think, oh, I don't have a lot of money. Well, where'd you get the idea you needed a lot? Because the people who do it have a lot of money. Well, I, I mean, I own stock in trillion dollar businesses and it doesn't cost me less than $200 to do it. Let's talk about if you have $200. Let's talk about if you have $50 to get started. So there's different types of investments where we're able to get into real estate with less than 200, where we're able to invest in some of the biggest and best companies that we use every single day 
and we're able to get in and not have to have a lot of money. There's companies that are billion dollar businesses that run this country that pay out passive income every 90 days in the form of a dividend. If you can buy one share, you can play the money game. You have to have the desire and the consistency to build over time. And I always tell people a whole lot of five dollars can lead you to a million dollars. But I got to make you believe that your five dollars is worth something because you're worth something. We'll be right back with more Money-Making Conversations Master. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Class, welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. And so it's getting people to understand it's okay to feel how you feel. But I want to talk about where you're going. I don't want to know where America was. I want to know where you and your family's legacy is going to go. So let's talk about that and build that infrastructure. And let me show you how you can do that in an easy way without needing a lot of money, without anybody trying to sell you anything, because our Empify gets better when we educate better. That's how we get big. So for me, it's understanding what drives you. What 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 are you scared of? And like right now, we can go toe to toe. You cannot tell me you cannot invest. Right. There is a solution. There is a way. And I can show you it can get done. But when you do it, it's like, wow, it's not that hard. Wow. And now there's a sense of belief. There's a sense of ownership. And my job is to keep that continuing thought process and push so that you keep going. Next thing you know, your whole life is different, but you didn't have to get rich quick. You learn how to build wealth over right. time, which is exactly what the 1% does. Now, let's transition. How to become a wealth builder member. Because of the fact that, just a past history on me. I remember my 20s, a guy named Don. He said, uh, Rashawn, just invest $100, $100 a month. Just put $100 a month. Just set it aside. But in my mind, I couldn't wrap my head around what he was talking about. He's talking about compounded interest. 
Rashawn, it, it, over time, it's just going to be, you'll be a wealthy person if you just give $100 a month. I didn't get that. And then what happens is when you don't invest at a certain age, you, 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 your mindset is, well, it's too late. It's too late. I think that's what you're talking about, trying to get rich fast. I'm trying to catch up for when I did invest in my 20s. Now, the, being a wealth builder member, how did that start? And then how does it, what are the advantages of being a wealth builder member? So when we were, so we started out creating programs in a school system. We were right. in a prison system. And first when, of all, when, let's talk when, about the prison system right there. Cause I never heard that, you know, somebody offering financial advice for people who are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. So I think that was probably the most impactful and most daunting thing I ever did because in that moment. And so what we did, we had a program before the law was passed that minors could no longer be housed with adults in the prison system. They took all of the minors out of Rikers Island and they put them into a detention center. And so immediately after those kids left Rikers, we were there to provide extra programming for them and we provided financial education and I had to meet them where they were. But here's the thing. I couldn't bring in technology. Everything is considered a weapon in the prison system. So I had to get very creative, create stories and narratives to make them believe that they could do it. But again, I think I always tell people that it's not it's not the student that needs to change. It's the teacher that needs to learn how to better educate the student. So for me, it was like, I need to understand you. I need to teach you. I need to love you. I need to care about you. And I'm also a woman going into a prison system teaching, teaching guys. They're not used to that. So I have to come off a certain type of way. So, but one of the things I learned in the prison system was America is a well-oiled machine. I saw how they were, how they were conditioned to believe a certain way of life, to believe there was no hope, how it just, it was, it, and so that was the most daunting thing because I would leave out of there probably every other session crying because mm. that was the one time in life where it was like, there, how am I about to change the whole world? And these kids are mentally gone because of the system that they were raised in, right? But it made me realize it was possible. And so when we think about financially educating anybody, like it's, it's understanding where we are, what we're scared of, what we want, what we desire, and how we can push you to the next level. Because you can't quit on me because I'm not going anywhere. You can give me $100 million right now. I'm going to wake up every day to financially empower the world to a point where the banking system needs Empify, where the public school system needs Empify, the world needs Empify the same way you need a tissue from Kleenex. That's what you're, you're going to think about Empify when you think of financial education. And so as we started to go in the prison system, go into the school system, when COVID hit, organizations didn't know what to do and the market crashed. So when the market crashed, I got excited because I was on Wall Street. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. She excited. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how how we on the same page in this conversation. That <laughs> why did you get excited? Because so I was in my Howard dorm room mm -hmm. in the 2008 crash, right? right. That mm -hmm. recession. I saw how the market tanked. Right. I wasn't in the market yet, but I watched it. I was learning because I was trying to get a job on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. In 2010, 11, 12, as I'm on Wall Street, I'm watching the market go back up. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing the money that you made as a result of prices dropping because now the market's up. So if you got in when the market dropped, you got in at a cheaper price. I'm now seeing the economy, companies bounce back. So I'm watching our clients make millions of dollars as a result of the market crash. Right. So in my mind, it was like, okay, I know this typically happens every eight to 10 years, depending on the cycle. 
And when the market crashed during a pandemic, I said, this is my chance. I was at Howard watching this on TV, but this is my time because I always look at stock market crashes like a Black Friday sale. You got some of the biggest companies in the world, prices dropping that America can't live without. So I said, I'm not missing out on this crash. I'm going shopping. Now's the best time to learn because while the world is making you scared, I'm going to make you, I'm going to educate you. Now, my, as I close this, um, you know, I'm over 60. And when you hit over 60, you know, the government, government has told us to retire at 65, like there's a real check waiting on us. Medicare's waiting on you, but there's no check waiting on you. And how can we talk to my generation and tell them they can still invest, that they still should invest? They should not think there's no opportunity to succeed in the financial community. The floor is yours. So the first thing I would say is understand that you have done the best that you could with the resources you were given, right? And, and be okay with that. You are not behind. You're where you need to be, right? You may have to do things differently, but that's okay. But the first thing you have to do is think about where you are. So for example, if we were to go travel somewhere, we're going to use Google Maps. The right. first thing you do is enter in the address, right? right? In order for Google Maps to build the roadmap, they got to know where you're going. Once they know where you're going, then they determine where you are. So the first thing is, what does that retirement look like, right? And I, I don't even like the word retirement because it has this preconceived perception. What's your number? Like retirement is a dollar amount, not an age, right? So what do you want? Every single month for you to feel comfortable, to be at ease, where you don't have to depend on anybody, but the money in your account, what's that number, right? And you want to work backwards, right? So first decide, this is what I want to come every month. This is what I want every year. Okay, cool. Determine how far you are from age 85, because that's typically, that's, that's how I want to look at it. Now, understanding why that number might be big, because you're going to need that money every year up until age 85, 90. That might be big, but at least you kind of know this is where I need to go, right? The other thing you want to think about when you have a portfolio of assets, on average, you might get a 4 to 6% return if you invest in a dividend stock, and that's kind of basic, right? So if you have a million-dollar portfolio, 6%, you get 60000 a year, which is $5,000 a month. Think about, okay, what can I do to build a million-dollar portfolio? But before you hit a million dollars, you got to get a $5,000 portfolio. And before you get to $5,000, you got to get to $2,000. So start to look at the pieces to what you need to create the life that you want. We get so discouraged by the big old picture. Now, the other thing you want to then do is figure out what you already have. So many people have retirement accounts at their job that they don't know what's in it. They don't know how much it is. They don't know how it's been performing. Take inventory of all the accounts you have. If you have multiple accounts, get an idea of what you have to see how close you need to, how close you are to hit your goal. Because I work with so many individuals planning for retirement. Next thing you know, they got money over here, money over here, because you didn't know how to read the statement or you didn't know what investments you have, even though it is your money. You operate like it doesn't matter, right? Like if I ask you, how much of your money do you care about? What you going to say? How much of your money do you care about? All of it. <laughs> then you need to know where all of it is. And so we, because we don't know finance, we think our money doesn't matter, but it does matter. So take inventory of what you have. Then you want to look at what's inside of these accounts. You might be investing in some good stocks. Like you don't know because we run from the from something we're not familiar with. Building wealth is like learning a new language. That's it. Now, how do you learn a new language? You have to study it. You have to speak it. And you have to be around people who are already speaking that language. It's, and if not, you're not going to become fluent. 
You have to constantly allow yourself to speak a new language and walk into that. So I would say get a clear idea of what you want every year, regardless of what you're capable of, what you have now. Then take inventory of what you have and understand what's inside. You might find you might have some mutual funds. Let's talk about what mutual funds are. Let's talk about what's inside the mutual funds. Get clear on where your map is starting because then you have the ability to build a roadmap to take you to where you want to go, no matter the age. Wow. She's Ashley M. Fox. I call her the financial dream maker. Reason why I wanted to bring you on the class is exactly what you've done for the last 25, 35 minutes is that you've exposed us to an environment that we can be participate. We can be a part of it. Wealth Builder, go to Amplify.com, WealthBuilder.com. Also, you see this fantastic face motivating you to let you know that you can you can have a piece of the pie or a piece of the pizza. There you go. <laughs> Thank you again, Ashley M. Fox, for coming on Money Making Conversations Masterclass Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.